Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is Season 3, Episode 15, Crafting for the Coronation. <sighs> People have made some really cute things. Oh my gosh. Um, hello, friends across the pond. You're very talented. Um, yeah. You sent me a picture of an entire king. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, somebody knitted a whole king. First of all, I would like to, if that person is listening by some rare chance, <laughs> I want to know how long that took. Because uh, for someone like me, that would be like a literal lifetime achievement. I would have to start working on it like at the age of six at the rate that I move. <laughs> and like literally it'd be like my dying wish. Like I made Jesus king because it would take that long. I could be wrong, but I think that it was maybe like a group of people who maybe made individual pieces for it and then they sewed it together i don't know i could be wrong i need to go back and look at the even better way to go team i mean yeah i mean maybe Uh, it was a like a a ladies church group (laughs) or something you know i don't know so there's a lot to unpack with the coronation did you watch no okay i did because you know my mom loved the royal family as if she too were indeed a royal. Yeah. So I feel compelled and actually so does Tiff and like when when William said whatever he said to him and then leaned down and kissed him on the cheek, I I teared up. Oh. <laughs> I mean I we stayed up late to watch Princess Diana's funeral. Like we we are fully vested in the royal family <laughs> again as if it means anything here to us, but nonetheless we watched it. Um I really enjoyed Kate's uh, getup that she had on. I'm, I'm, there's very official terms probably for these outfits and things that everyone was wearing. But she had like a royal blue cloaky type of a fancy. I don't know. It was. I liked it. Um, Harry was there by himself. Okay. So there's quite a few funny little videos floating around of like. Uh, what is it, Celine Dion? All by myself. That song. Oh, and like him, oh like walking in. Yeah, it's people are people are ruthless with the memes and the videos for real. Oh, um, goodness, there are also quite a few questionable videos floating around, and I would like you to look this up, Sarah. Okay. When we're done, okay. um, they had. So I guess Charles really likes music. Mm-hmm. So there were like a certain, I don't know, maybe like 16 songs specifically created for this event, like newly written crafted songs. Okay. Sang by a full on choir of grown men all the way down to probably like six or seven year old mm-hmm. um, kids and one of the songs is pretty questionable as to what the lyrics are. Um, there are multiple, multiple videos where it puts up, like, lyrics of what that person thinks they're saying. So that, like, you can read the words as you're hearing them sing it. Mm-hmm. And every version of that video does involve a female reproductive body part. <laughs> And it's, I don't, it's like one of those things, like once you hear hear it, you can't unhear it. So <laughs> I challenge everybody to go look it up. Uh, so there's, there's that. Um, 
but I loved so did you did you see any videos or pictures of it all or no yeah I haven't looked up any of it only just the crochet stuff people were making for it they had the golden carriage oh like a a cinderella carriage yes but gold and it's like one of the oldest stage coaches like in existence still wow and it was really cool but they were talking about like how uncomfortable it is to actually sit in it and ride in it (laughs) i'm like they're pretty old so um there's I, i do love the internet because there's also quite a few funny videos where people have taken like the clip of um them putting the crown onto Camilla's head mm-hmm. and then the sorting hat yelling out a house name. Oh, stop. <laughs> I freaking lost it. Uh, oh, and of course, man. she was Slytherin, of course. I do like, though, that we live in the age of like memes and stuff because literally nothing is taken seriously. Nothing. No, <laughs> no. matter what it is. I was trying to explain today. Like, a meme. I've got quite a few people and coworker, friends, family, people that I don't actually communicate with. It is literally all memes. And <laughs> like I'll have to scroll back sometimes and be like, man, when was the last time I actually said anything to this person <laughs> other than sending a meme? Oh my gosh, it was three months ago. Like it's yeah. it's yeah, I'm much. like that with my dad. Just because yeah. like I don't know, like we're not like the uh, uh, like I mean, we we have a good relationship, but it's not like not a serious one by yeah, any stretch sense. of the imagine- imagination. So, like, I'll tell him sometimes, like, I'll send him a text and be like, "Hey, just checking in, let you know that I'm still alive," and he's like, "All right, cool, thanks." And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like stuff like that now, like because he also has Facebook too now like I'll tag him in something or I'll send him a meme and I'm like oh, I'm sure that's good enough he knows that I'm still alive I'm sure right. <laughs> touch and base touch and base right one of these days I'm just going to send him a picture of me holding today's newspaper <laughs> yeah there you go it's me like those <laughs> like the people in the Facebook groups where they make you write your name and the date on the thing of like whatever it is you're taking the picture yes. of yes you'll just start like putting a date and a time stamp up beside your face yeah it's the real me i'm still here um so the coronation man was a really big deal like here's what i would like to commend the citizens on once they moved from wherever they did all the original ceremony stuff at what is that westminster abbey there um and they moved on to wherever they go next to all stand on the balcony and wave at everybody um all of the people were like walking almost running to like the new location from the other location uh all the like you know just regular people there for the show Mm -hmm. there were like a total of four police perhaps four for this ginormous crowd (laughs) of like 17 million oh man like the police literally just put their arms out kind of like a low t and Mm -hmm. Everybody just stayed in the bounds. Nobody pushed. Nobody shoved. Nobody nothing. Everybody's just like, okay, we'll stay right here. Thanks for putting your arms out a little That's bit. To like... Hold like, I, I literally was like, look at them. I've said that before about, um, I'm like, you know, if, if I ever got, like, yelled at by a British person, like, I don't think that I would be in any way offended by it. Like, you know what I mean? Because I would still do it in, like, the most polite way possible. 
Yes, I I had a boss like that once. She she wasn't British. She was from North Carolina, but I guess maybe all the same. I don't know. Uh, but she had a very southern, like sweet, kind little Southern Belle accent. Mm-hmm. But she would say like the craziest and kind of mean things, or like be rude about things. But it was just like still so nice sounding. <laughs> like I'll never forget. We I was it, with her one time. We went to get lunch, and she was my like. I don't know, visual merchandising director or something, and she was in town. This is when I worked outside of Philly. Nonetheless, we went to lunch, and there was all this construction in these barrels, and you would have had the rest of the common folk would have had to drive, like, down a few more stoplights, and then turn around to come back up the other side to turn in because they had barrels in the middle and had it blocked. She literally Mm -hmm. rolls up, rolls her window down, and she's like, hi! I am going to just pull right through here because I've got to get in there. Okay. And just starts pulling through. Pulling through, right through. <laughs> and like, they were just as dumbfounded as I was. And everybody <laughs> just let her right through. And that was that. And I was like, man, is that, that's how that works. Like, I guess. Right. Like, like she wasn't even asking. Like, she's telling you this is what she's doing. Yes. But like in the nicest Southern <laughs> accent. Right. She's like, this is your warning. Get out of the way. <laughs> right. Move that barrel, sir. But I was just like, I'll be told again. I know. Oh, man. But yeah, I feel the same if uh, I were to get yelled at by a, a police officer. But I don't think they would even have to yell because everybody's just, again, so kind and patient. Like, it just just watching the whole scene unfold uh, as an American, I was like, man, like, I mean, literally nobody's riding or pushing or like, <laughs> like we're all just happy to be here. Well, and uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I have heard that they're paparazzi there is quite ruthless when it comes to like getting pictures and that kind of stuff they're they're not really like regulated in much of a way so i don't know i could be wrong on that but princess diana might i present exhibit a yeah i just wonder too like how that went you know what i mean because obviously Uh like that's the event of the century for them you know I, yeah, that's true. Like, I, I wonder, I don't know. I wonder how that did go. Um, I won't jump too far down the Princess Diana rabbit hole here, but just know, I do not believe the story. Yeah. Uh, it's a no. It's a no for me. And how about, and I guess... I'm probably going to misspeak when I say all this because I I only know the rules as the rules exist here for what version of, you know, the monarchy and the rules that we get here. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I understand it, uh, Camilla was supposed to be queen consort, which is like essentially the king's wife, not really like the queen. Mm-hmm. But then after queen elizabeth died charles allowed her to just be the queen not the queen consort oh and i feel like that's a bit of a controversy because if it is actually all factual again i loosely say that i only get the versions we can hear and see here Mm -hmm. um i feel like what a slap in the face but also uh have you seen so you haven't seen I think I'm gonna have to give you a debriefing when this is over, but I'm gonna send you. <laughs> no, I have not fought or watched or followed any of it. So, a lot of the pictures show the king's hands, and they are swollen like 
all get out. Like, mm. like there is clearly a circulation problem happening. Uh, oh. And everybody's saying, like, well, how healthy is he? And, you know, how long will he be able to do the job? Not that... I was going to say, what job are they doing, though? Don't they have, like, a like a government of some kind? They do. Also, they I don't... Do because they have a prime minister, which is, like, right. I guess, equivalent to our president. Yeah. Uh, not that I... I'll just move on. Um, I feel like it's a really hard day for you today. <laughs> hard day for me today. My God. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> I don't either, but you are struggling. <laughs> it has been a horrendous day. Actually, we're just gonna go ahead and skip. It's a little early, but we're just gonna jump right to the dirty look of the week while we're talking about my horrendous day. Uh, so you guys have heard me talk about it before. Once a month they have to go to the city, we have meetings there. It's usually no big deal. Um, there are three of us total uh, teammates that have a certain role, and every month one of us takes a turn to bring breakfast for uh, the rest of our team. And it's my turn, and I have extreme anxiety. So when I say I have extreme anxiety, like I called Wendy's, I'm gonna call them out by name, Wendy's. Um, I called and set up this whole order, giant order, a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff for breakfast and then called every single day since I placed the order a week ago because again I have anxiety and I'm like imagining all these scenarios that'll never happen until you fast forward until today and then it did exactly happen as my worst nightmare I call them yesterday I just make sure everything's good I get there today 15 minutes early because in my mind if I'm not early I'm late mm-hmm. Wendy's is not open because the opener didn't show up for work today. So I shouldn't even say my dirty look of the week is at Wendy's. Although maybe the staff that they question, that they that they hire is questionable because how are you going to have a giant order hanging up on the wall and you know that? And as a manager, you don't show up to open the store. I literally feel like that they probably did it on purpose. She's probably like, I'm not making 200 sandwiches <laughs> today. <laughs> or however many it was. was like... Okay, this is the day that I have a mental breakdown in the middle of a Wendy's at seven in the morning. And I feel really bad. The kid working there, like kudos to him, not his fault. He came in and opened the store, which wasn't his job that day. Uh, he got there, he worked really hard, and they busted the stuff out as quick as they could. However, uh not not quite quick enough because I was late and we do three meetings. I missed the entire first meeting. And then had to do the awkward, like, walk of shame into the middle of the second meeting where the entrance is, like, without exaggeration, in the middle of the meeting. So you can't, like, discreetly just sneak in the back. It's like everybody's staring you down. Okay, so that's that's how my day started this morning. I left my house at 5 o'clock to make sure I got there on time. And then I waited an extra hour because they weren't in. No one was there. So fast forward. As you mentioned, it's kind of been a crappy day for me today, and I'm not going to dwell on it because it is what it is, but I was feeling lazy tonight. So we ordered pizza from Pizza Hut, uh, and it would have been the first thing I'd eaten all day because I didn't eat any of the breakfast sandwiches after I was, like, fully nauseous about being late. Um, So we ordered pizza and go to pick it up, and the doors at Pizza Hut are locked because... No one showed up to work at Pizza Hut either. And these are in two completely different towns, probably 85 miles apart. 
So it's not like it's an employee problem in like a certain area of the state of Virginia. Uh, it is the state of Virginia, apparently. <laughs> I, like I was like, this is unreal. So I came home and I ended up just making like a almost like a homemade version of a hot pocket because that's where my life has landed. Um and I got them out of the oven and they looked golden brown and delicious. And then I cut into it and I kid you not, it was nothing but dough on the inside still. Oh no. And I was like, all right, life, I see I see it. That's it. I'm just gonna call it a night. And so I heard you say that you're just gonna have chips <laughs> for uh, dinner. Actually, we've had uh coffee. Okay. Today, I did have coffee today and I'm currently drinking tea. So okay. that uh just about sums her up. And I'm gonna just try again tomorrow because at this rate, like, I mean, it's supposed to storm tonight. We're under, like, a storm watch. And I, I mean, I would joke about lightning striking me, but I feel like if it were going to, today would be the day. So I'm just not even, not even gonna, just gonna just keep moving and hope that I can just wake up again tomorrow and have a new start. Because my word. So Moderna Look of the Week is not for these fast food chains. I mean, it kind of is. But it's more for, like, people. If you have a job, please just show up to your job. Like, <laughs> I know that sounds like a world problem of me to like complain about the windy situation, but I felt dumb as I'll get out from a teammates that probably did not eat breakfast at home today, knowing I was bringing the breakfast and then I didn't show up. Uh, so please show up to your job. Because... <laughs> We're probably like Brittany didn't show up to her job today. I know. Well, like, <laughs> luckily I contacted oh, my teammate and was like, I am freaking out right now. Um, so she was able to like get the word out, like, hey, so she got there at seven and she's still there now because no one was there. And um, she told everybody, which doesn't again give them any breakfast in their belly when they have a long day ahead. So nonetheless, it was, it was a rough go, and I just need people to show up to their job. Or if you're not gonna show up, tell someone you're not gonna show up so that they can get someone else who can show up. <laughs> so they can fill your position. <laughs> please 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 um yeah i don't know it was a weird like if i didn't already know that it wasn't a full moon like i would have definitely thought that was it today but it's not so mm. i mean is mercury in the microwave or <laughs> like i don't what is happening universe i've had enough of it um yeah. i um I I was thinking tonight you're talking about storms and it made me think about it. I I'm thinking about maybe sleeping with my window open tonight, even though I just got my air conditioner fixed, <laughs> which hasn't been working properly I guess for the last five years. And I just <laughs> noticed, <laughs> I guess, ta-da! It wasn't running the way that it should have been running. Um, but so the other night I had just shut it off because I was like, it's not even blowing out cold air anymore like it was just it's kaput so um we got that fixed but the other night though I shut it off and I was like I'm just gonna open the window and pray that no one kidnaps me in my sleep (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's a good that's a good prayer to have right Um, so that's what I did but um so I left the window open but I am telling you when I woke up the next morning I have never been more pleasantly woken up. Like, I was ready to start the day because the window was open. So, I had that nice, cool air coming in the morning. Birds were chirping. 
I had the curtains open too, just so the air could get through the curtain. I mean, there were there would have been no sense for me having the window open and then like the curtains closed. So I had the curtains open. The sun woke me up ever so gently. Oh my the birds God. singing. It was like a Cinderella moment. Yes. It was like a Disney movie. It's to the point where like I woke up way earlier than my alarm went off and I checked my phone because I was like, did I oversleep? No. Nope. I still had like another 30 minutes. And um, but it was just so nice because like that cool morning air coming in. I did have the fan on, but I I always turn the fan on for like white noise, but I always turn it away from me because I don't I don't like the air blowing on my face. But so I had like little white noise going, birds chirping, cool air coming in. I was in my cozy bed with my blankets. Like I did not want to get up. The sun, you know, rising and lighting up the bedroom. I was like, this is how I should be woken up every morning for the rest of my life. <laughs> this. <laughs> I want this. You need to get one of those alarms that are like, um, like the ambient lighting that like gets brighter. Like, yes, I have seen those. Um, they look cool. I haven't used an alarm probably in like fifteen ish twenty. I don't know because my body just hates me and doesn't let me sleep as it is. Um, so I don't know. I it would be cool to have and to see the light, but I wouldn't. I just don't ever use. I don't ever use an alarm because I'm always up. Um, even on the days like today where I set an alarm because I have to be up extra early and I'm like, again, anxiety driven that I'm going to oversleep. I set the alarm, but then I was up like, uh, I don't know, an hour and 52 minutes before it went off mm -hmm. because I'm a sheer lunatic. So I don't know. It wouldn't, I wish, do they make lamps just of that ambient lighting? I wonder, like, does it have to be an alarm clock like that? I don't know. Probably. Even a lamp, like some pretend sunshine in the wintertime. That would be nice. Yeah. Because you could probably just turn, like, the sound off of it, I guess. And just have the light on. Have you seen the lights that you can, like, one person has one and one person has the other. And you can, like, tap it and it lights up the other person's from far away? No. <laughs> no they, I haven't. Did you know I think they're called best friend lamps? But I feel no. like um, maybe not for grown women. I'm not sure. But... It's like a, like a lamp that suppose I had one and you had one. I could like tap my lamp and it would make your lamp turn on so that um, you know I'm thinking about you. Oh, So super cute concept. Although also a shade creepy kind of. <laughs> trying to sleep and I'm like tap tap. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like there would have to be some sort of a time frame that it's allowed to be on or not on. Yeah, that's cute though. It's cute, especially like if you have kids. Like, say you're a parent who maybe lives in a different state or something, and maybe not a lamp, but maybe like I don't know, like a little gadget or something that maybe like lights up or twinkles or something. You know, between like you and another parent. I don't. I don't know. I think it'd be cute for like a kid who maybe is far away or you know between kids that are friends or whatever but I, th I like the concept i don't know about lamp but i think like little trinket would be cute yeah or like even your college kid or like you know that would be something i agree the lamp maybe mm -hmm. is a bit odd but i'm not sure i don't i don't know the technology side of it either <laughs> but it's just one of those 
one of the odd things like of all the things we need in this world that's what somebody came up with oh, well don't... if I had thought about it first I would have come up with it <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things that you know that you see and you're like man that's a good idea why didn't I think of that uh, there is, and I sometimes have those ideas, and then I'm like, but I just don't even know where I would start to try to make something good like that happen. Right, I, or, like, if you want to get it patented, like, I don't even remember, like, how much it costs to get a patent, but it is expensive. Oh, I'm sure, and you see those commercials all the time with that caveman chiseling out the wheel, where it's like, mm -hmm. and no, they're going to totally take your patent and <laughs> run with it, give you, like, oh, five grand, and shark tank your idea without you yeah i don't i i don't remember how much that they are but i well it's funny because i was doing a transcript one time and they were talking about something to do with patents and stuff and this one guy was like he said you know it's one thing to have an idea but then like to get it patented like it's x number of dollars and i was like holy moly <laughs> that's crazy yeah um, I'm looking it up to get a patent. It was like for medical devices that they were making. It was like some kind of, I want to say it was like a hearing device or maybe an eyesight device. I don't know. I just remember him talking about the patent and I was like, ooh. Yeah. Um, a patent attorney will usually charge between $8,000 and $10,000 just for the patent application yeah <laughs> and it's just crazy budget up to twenty thousand dollars for the patenting process holy God. like i'm trying to invent something to make money not to spend tens of thousands of dollars and it may not go anywhere because you may patent it and then people will be like no it's useless like no one's gonna buy that <laughs> you know what I mean? ten thousand dollars to patent your own work that is your work that you shouldn't have to patent. Yeah. You know, we fight with other countries about intellectual property as you're in. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Uh, Someone had the audacity to drive by the house. So. <laughs> yeah. How dare they? We, we apparently own the street <laughs> outside. Uh, my sister has, as you know, uh, gosh four or five german shepherds mm -hmm. um and they just keep killing animals and leaving them on her porch. oh no um a couple weeks ago it was a raccoon and a possum oh no they're just like dead on the doorstep when she gets home from work she works nights so she gets home in the morning and there the dogs lay and there they're like hello look at what we brought you oh no um so it's bad so when that happened um, her husband took them, took the, uh, dead animals way up into the woods, like way up into the woods, mm -hmm. put them up there. And, uh, the next day they were both back on the porch again when she got home from work. Oh my gosh. First, you know, now we're like a couple of days into this, uh, situation yes. and it was not good. She called him and was like, I will not get out of the car until you get this dealt with. I'm not even getting out of the car. <laughs> so... <laughs> She, I'm talking to her the other day, early in the morning. She gets home and she's like a slew of, 
you know, not nice words. And I'm like, what's the matter? And she's like, there is another freaking dead possum on the porch. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Um, I, th- I think we may need like a fence structure. <laughs> well, so they have an electric fence to keep them like within certain bounds. Yeah. But because they live in the country, like, there's just animals everywhere. And yeah. so much as cross into that territory, it's likely that you're not going to come back out. Um, yeah. are the same way like if somebody wants to drive down the street or walk in their yard it's not happening uh they yeah. will guard dogs of a lifetime yeah i and that's not like one of them barks they all bark <laughs> oh it just everybody's like what what's he barking at what's she barking right. at right we don't know what we're angry at but we are angry or we are excited <laughs> it's like those videos where somebody like takes off running just because and then everyone around starts also running because they think they're running from something yes have you seen the um videos so i saw one on facebook the other day and i was dying and it was um it was called like invisible danger or something it was just a compilation of people who were acting like there was like some like dangerous situation they were like screaming and yelling waving their arms and stuff and like their spouse like started doing the same thing one of them like picked up a broom like as a weapon (laughs) if your spouse matches your energy or whatever (laughs) yeah i was like oh my gosh if i had acted like that eric eric doesn't like get excited about anything he's very like chill (laughs) about I feel like if I was running from something, he'd be like, what are you doing? (laughs) Quit being crazy. I will say I laughed harder than I probably should have at a video today. And I would be super mad if this happened to me. So I I guess I'm just laughing because it didn't happen to me. But, you know, the ride, like, I know they've got a big one at Disney that's like a drop tower something elevator one. But basically, you're up high and it drops you down low. This video was... Uh, just a two-seater. So I'm going to imagine it's a place like Pigeon Forge or an amusement park. It's not like a whole big ride. It was just two people. So they get in and the guy working the ride has his phone set up, of course. But he's like, he says something to each of the, like the, the pairs of people as it's their turn. He records like 10 of them in this video. But he's like, oh, hang on a second, guys. I forgot to get the... Uh, get the harness down for you, the chest straps, hang on one second. And as he walks away, he hits the button to drop them. I would have a heart attack. Like, I am not even joking. Like, that alone would probably kill me. I I know. Or, like, one of them, he's like, hang on, it's, uh, let me grab this manual real quick. It's just throwing a code here. And then, like, again, boom, down they go. And <laughs> If you have to go get a manual, I'm getting off the ride. Yeah, but he doesn't even allow he says it and then hits the button to send you so that it's just enough time for him to like, <laughs> like the button maybe does like a five second count. Yeah. He taps the button and then he'll walk away like, oh, hold on. Let me get these chest straps put on for you real quick. They don't look like they're, they're not hanging. Whoop, there they go. <laughs> I was watching um, a, it was a video, I think, but it was talking about like just crazy deaths that happen or like you know I don't, I don't know but I don't remember what it's titled but anyway long story short this girl and her newlywed husband they were on their honeymoon and they were going to go bungee jumping and she didn't want to go 
but he really wanted to go and she decided to I guess give it a shot or I don't know if they're honeymooning I guess they care about each other's feelings at that point I don't know <laughs> so, they, so they go on the honeymoon she doesn't want to do it but she agrees well he bungee jumped first they brought him back up or whatever because I think at that time like she was still deciding whether or not she wanted to do it well so there was another person that was going after her husband and they she was like on like another platform too but they didn't have her strapped up or something well anyway they counted down the other person to jump she thought that they were counting her down to jump so she jumps but she don't have on no harness no nothing but she jumped off the ledge. She obviously died, of course. But they said that she had a heart attack from the fall itself before she hit the ground. Like, she probably realized that she wasn't strapped in. She ended up having a heart attack before, before like, she hit the ground. And I was like, it's, it's probably it's, it's probably better <laughs> that it happened that way. I, I mean, I don't know. But anyway, she was so scared she had a heart attack. And, but that's what it reminded me of. Because I was like, if someone told me that I wasn't strapped to something... And then they just dropped me out of the sky like that. Like, I would probably be that person. I would probably die. I had a similar scenario when we were at Disney. Um, I'm trying to think of what the Tower of Terror is the name of that ride. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the same kind of thing, except for you're like, there's two rows or I guess like two sections of seating in like the buggy. And you can fit probably four to a row like four rows on each side, I guess. So there's, you know, a good bit of people in this thing. It stopped while we were out. Like, you know, it takes you up through all the thing. You get to the top of the Tower of Terror. The doors open up. The thing's like scoots forward. And then that's where it drops you. Mm-hmm. We made it to the part where the doors open up. It takes us out and we don't drop. We're just, we're just sitting there. Oh my gosh. And then all the lights inside come on. Because it was like a dark, scary, whatever. All mm-hmm. the on, and then it brings us back into the top. See, this is l- l- terrifying. This is why I do not ride rides. I was in high school, and by the time they got it going, like they kept, like it kept taking us out, bringing us back in, taking us out. By this time, we're like making friends with other people in the buggy because, like, we've all we're all trapped up there together. Um, okay. it takes us out, and then with no warning, it did drop us a zero, zero. <sighs> And we were almost late getting back to our bus of all of our school people that we were there with and our freaking choir director, Mr. Sutcliffe, who also gets a dirty look this week because I'm feeling hostile, um, yelled at us for almost being late. And I'm like, we were trapped on the ride that was broken. And he didn't care. I, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just going to crochet <laughs> in the heat and watch your sunglasses and wallets and stuff while you go ride the rides. Like, I am not trying to be a part of that scene. No. At all. Give me the people watching. That's the. <laughs> right. I, I want no part of that. It's ridiculous. Um, I, I just, I imagine the people watching at the coronation was also something to see because. Oh, I bet. Yeah. People that traveled there for that and mm-hmm. like what an experience that would be. Um, if you are listening and you happen to be at the coronation uh, or more up close and personal than uh, the state of Virginia and Ohio here. Right. Uh, we would love to hear from you or hear what what you know about it give us all the spill the tea we want to hear it 
Uh, maybe that wasn't my maybe that wasn't my best reference here. I should I should just give up today. Or maybe it was. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, nonetheless, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can find us on social media at needlesooksdl for all of the usual. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, TikTok. You can also email us. It is spelled all the way out, needleshooks and dirty looks at gmail.com. Or you can join our super fun group on Facebook, which is Needleshooks and Dirty Looks Podcast Year Long Stitchathon. That one's a doozy, but I promise you won't find another group with that long of a name. Um, join us there. Tell us what you know about the coronation. We would love to hear from you. And uh, if you weren't there, join us here. We'll be here next week. Bye. Bye.